Hey, if you've been following us on Instagram or Twitter lately, you know that one of our members, Dan, is a fantastic woodworker, and he's created a House of Bob dice tower that we're giving away to one of our lucky followers on social media. All you have to do to enter for the draw is tag one of your friends that you think would like House of Bob. We'll put you in a random draw, and we're going to be shipping that along with some gear from our sponsors. We really hope that you guys are able to give us the support, and hey, go ahead and review us on iTunes. We accept five stars. Last time on House of Annihilation, the crew of the High Havoc, without ship or sail to their name, find themselves in the city of Port Nyanzaru, the jewel of Chult. With their captain suffering from shock and their ship's mage Haxil succumbing to a terrible death curse, it falls to them to delve into the dangerous jungles of Chult. They hope to find a way to stop the spread of the necrotic curse afflicting both those who have been resurrected from death and those newly brought into the world, as the evil artifact, the Soulmonger, rips the life from even the unborn. I'm Dan. I'll be playing Liani, Liana, Servana, the Elf Beastmaster. Hi, I'm Jake. I'm playing as Cranston Thorne, the Half-Elf Bard. I'm Trevor, and I'll be playing Rai Vin Osborne, Half-Elf Barbarian. My name's Alex, and I'll be playing as Hork Jones, the Human Fighter. I'm Schubert. I'll be playing Ferule of Ferule and Gondolo, Adventurers and Guides Extraordinaire. If you like what you hear today, be sure to subscribe for more content, rate us on iTunes, and head on over to our Facebook and Twitter. Tell us what you thought. Roll on. As the opening credits fade, the camera pans across a bright and sunny harbor. The huge white stone walls of Baldur's Gate rise up behind, and an elven girl is skipping down the wooden boardwalk, flashing friendly smiles at the passing townspeople. She's wearing a brand new rain cloak, carrying a basket loaded with fresh food, and her hair is braided and tied back in imitation of the female dock workers and sailors that trudge around doing their morning tasks. Hey! shouts a voice, Liani, over here, girl! It's a middle-aged human man. He has a patchy yellow and white beard dangling long over his portly belly. Young Liani dashes up, offering him the basket with a smile. Where are we going, father? I want to know. She cannot contain her excitement. We'll get where we're going soon enough, lass. It's about the journey, not the destination, he laughs. It's not long before the small merchant ship named the Willow and her crew were prepared and ready. Liani glues herself to the bow, and the grin that grips her ear to ear does not fade until long after the city has slipped over the horizon behind them, the vast blue ocean promising adventure unlike anything she has ever seen. Fate now with an older, wiser Liani and her companions dragging newly purchased supplies and food for their foray into the black jungle of Chult. Gone is the naive glee of her childhood. She does not skip or grin as she loads her gear into the cart, buckled to the ancient and arthritic Triceratops. In the old city of Port Nainzaru, the massive grey and brown cigarettes called the Beggar's Palaces are covered in a mess of bamboo tenements and slum houses. The stench of the city's massive refuse pits waft across the street, and ahead of them looming over all, like a black-green cloud of doom, is the canopy of the jungle. Liani can't help but feel a bit of fear and uncertainty lump in her throat. It's about the journey, she whispers to herself, not the destination. You guys are uh, loading your stuff up into the Triceratops' cart, and Gondolo says, All right, well, uh, just give us that 30-day advance and we can get going.
We already did. We did. Um, Check your pockets. Oh, no. My pockets are totally empty. I promise you that. I had a good night. <laughs> and you wonder why, because you spent all of our money. That that makes a fair amount of sense. <laughs> Here, for roll, help them load up. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was a team. <laughs> Do I look like a pack mule? Isn't that what you guys are for? You're the adventurers. Right. Yes. We just show them where to go. But you guys got, like, a, a wagon on the dinosaur for us to... Mm-hmm. You also literally put in your ad, we do the heavy lifting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, I will do... You say that. I will do... I will do... You pull. wrote that. That's idiotic. <laughs> I wrote it in my notes. <laughs> for, for ruling gondolo hyphen heavy lifting. I think we're getting ready to ask for our deposit back. Yeah, that was actually <laughs> referring right. to our triceratops carrying your exactly. ear. Exactly. That's Zongo's job. He is a heavy lifter and we are the guides. Exactly. Now, I mean, that's fine. Our shit isn't that heavy. Yeah, I've already loaded it yeah. up. <laughs> and Zongo is ready. Zongo's ready to go. Looks like you guys are all loaded up. Uh, where do you want to go? Well, I'm curious about the skull and crossbones on the map. That seems fun. Uh, Syndra told you that uh, the skull and crossbones that she's marked on your map, kind of zones, are areas that are agreed to be more uh, heavily infested with undead. Okay. She's explained to you very loosely that there was some sort of catastrophic event that happened somewhere in the jungle that caused a multitude of undead to be kind of unleashed uh, 100, 200 years ago. That's, That's probably good a good lead, though. We're kind of following the undead, aren't we? We do have reason to believe that the soulmonger is necrotic in is, nature. Is that why Horik packed a ladder in his chest? <laughs> who, the, who brought a ladder? Horik brought a ladder in their chest. Okay. Yeah. A collapsible Just in ladder. case. <sighs> Sean, you said that. Did you like smash how, it? In how else do I get up to the crow's nest to do the navigating? We're not on a boat. All right, so I'm just going to start marching the triceratops out, and we can turn left whenever you guys want. So I assume we were probably going to be following the river down or something. Um, but do we, which way do we want to go? River. We're following the main river, Tyriac. Or Sergeant Star. Yes, we could follow. We could follow either of those rivers. Uh, Zongo is really good at walking, and Gondolo and I got slightly intoxicated the previous evening. Um, who are all of you again? <laughs> That's good, actually. I I am curious about this as well. <laughs> Were the people that hired you? <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. And I, certainly so, uh, some um, sort of handshake took place. Yeah. And you guys say you paid us. We sh- certainly did. All right. So we'll have to take that on faith. And when some treasure shows up in the jungle, we'll nego- renegotiate, of course. Um, t- tell us about Camp Righteous and Camp Vengeance. I believe that those are camps of Order of the Gauntlet. Hmm. Uh, we should avoid them. I don't remember who they were. Uh, well, were they the guys in... You guys have not heard about them yet. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Oh, I thought, yeah, I thought you could roll history or religion. Oh, I got 15, actually. <laughs> so you guys hired us, and now we're telling you about it. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Cranston, you have... We hired your Triceratops to carry things for us, basically. <laughs> and for you guys to take two hits that would otherwise hit us. <laughs> Cranston, you remember... Harsh. Uh, <laughs> Cranston, you uh, remember hearing about the Order of the Gauntlet. Uh, they are an order of, of like knights or paladins that swear oaths to uh, purge the world of evil. Mm. Um, so they're actually probably here to hunt the undead. Right. That makes sense. Um, yeah. So, I don't know, it makes sense to me. We probably follow the River Social Star then, right? Oh, yeah. N- uh, no, no problem. We could totally do that. Okay, Zongo? We, we could do that. Or... <laughs> <laughs> right, for all, you seem to have an idea. Well, I just, you know... There's that treasure map that I got in the bet, you know. Are you, are you sure that this is, can we trust these guys? No, but I mean. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so Ferul and Gondola put their head together for a minute and uh, they come back. Probably half of them will die on the way. (laughs) We won't have to split it between that many. You have an excellent point. All right, uh, they come back and they unfurl this uh, beer and Tej stained uh, map. It looks like uh, like somebody drew a nap on a on a bar napkin, essentially, um, showing two uh, two rivers going down, and there's something called Needles Bones. And Gondolo is sure that if you follow the river Shoshin Star, uh, you'll get there. Whoever's got the highest survival can roll a survival. Okay, I guess I'll roll thirteen. Thirteen. That is enough to know that Gondolo is holding the map upside down and that Needle's Bone is actually somewhere over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, These are our guys? We hired the wrong guys. You don't even know how to read a map. But they got a map in a drunk, uh, <clears throat> bartering, drinking our hired money. This is a map. It sounds stupid enough that like anyone could draw a map and they'd think it's like... Where did you guys get this map? They yeah. forgot that we paid them. Where did we get it? <laughs> uh, yes, well, well we are at the, we are at Remember the, when I was betting and we we bet the dice all game. our yeah, yeah. And we bet all our money again. Right. And we thought that Zongo could win that race. Yes. And we didn't and we didn't realize that and he then, was into racing dinosaur. And then you pickpocketed that other guy. Check your pockets. (laughs) That might have been me. No. We don't do those things. Gondolo. I hope you didn't put any like. They seem like good guys. Let's just be honest with them. We found the map. Yeah. (laughs) In someone's pocket. All right. So here's the plan. We're going to ride Zongo. And we're going to start here. And by the time I start making you guys roll stuff, we'll be about here. (laughs) All right, so Ferul and Gondolo lead you out of the city into the wilderness. Before we go... Oh, God. Yep. I, I just need to forge some travel papers. Oh, you could do that on the way for sure. Okay, well, then I do it on the way. Okay, give me an appropriate roll for forging. Uh, deception, I assume? I think so. First, I'm going to cast Eagle Splendor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whoa. What are you, some kind of magic man? Yes. Uh, <laughs> some kind. <laughs> so I just get advantage on the check. Um... So, 20 is my best. All right. So hey, you everybody, have... get a load of this guy. Casting spells. So as you're, as you're wandering down <laughs> towards the jungle, uh, Cranston is busy with a uh, piece of parchment and ink and is creating a fake charter of exploration. 
hope, hoping to pass any inspections along the way. I wonder. Uh, so anybody to have them because, because they're, they're garbage. garbage. <laughs> <laughs> they are walking garbage people. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> we're not really in charge of the charter. Uh, you guys are in charge of the charter. We're in charge of the Triceratops. We just hired you guys. <laughs> so we need your to muscle. Guide us to the treasure. That's all right. this is. So I told right, you we should have gone with Hugh yeah, Hackenstone. Yeah, we haven't received our payment yet. Our, the payment, if you'll remember what we discussed, I believe, earlier, is that you'll get some kind of you guys split twenty percent of the treasure? You get a dragon horde. We treasure. split twenty percent, and you get to keep that other eighty percent. Well, who's hiring a who? You hired well, us. You just said that. Yeah. yeah. So you guys split twenty percent, and we keep that eighty. No, no, it's split even, fifty-fifty. That's better I than twenty. Even shares all the round. Yeah, fifty-fifty. Sure. Gondolo, Zongo, and Farul, and (laughs) the rest of you. The dinosaur gets a cut. He's doing a lot of work. He's doing most of the work. Most of the work. 50 doesn't like. (laughs) 50 50 50. So you guys argue your way into the jungle. (laughs) Past the encounters. The first few miles miles are clear cut and well worn, allowing you guys to go at a quicker pace. Every monster is like. (laughs) <laughs> no, we're, I don't want to get into zombies. That. Like, look around the tree, and they're like, Whoa. I don't, have, I don't want to have to roll like a diplomacy or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, uh, but then once you hit the jungle, the brush becomes chokingly thick. Gondolo coaxes Zongo through the forest. The guide's huge triceratops is lumbering through, smashing trees and foliage out of the way. It makes it a little bit easier for you guys to walk, but it's not exactly fast. The heat and humidity is oppressive. If you're wearing any sort of armor at all, it quickly starts to chafe and stink from your own sweat. The thirst out here is um is absolutely is unbearable. Zongo wearing armor? Zongo is not wearing armor, although he smells even worse. <laughs> oh. Orc's thighs are chafing pretty bad. Looks of all your leg armor. <laughs> I just armor? A full leather armor. Sure, that's why I don't wear any armor at all. <laughs> You guys can see. <laughs> you guys can see. There's a multitude of ponds and streams as you That's pass canon now, by the in way. all of them. <laughs> okay, we'll reduce your armor by two. Uh, you can see in the multitude of ponds and streams you pass that the water out here is really brackish, sometimes stagnant, frequently alive and teeming with insects. You guys all had insect repellent, right? Yeah, I definitely did. I don't see any on your This team. is like the one thing, along with water, that Gondolo and Ferule actually managed to bring. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank it's, you. It's just wow. me and uh, Rai who have uh, bug repellent. So you sharing? Well, you have the like the candle that like... Uh... No, we got the cells. Uh, in the afternoon, the sky clouds over and uh, there are some thick billowy gray clouds fat with rain and they begin to dump heavily on the jungle. Uh, Perul, who forgot his raincoat, is completely miserable. (laughs) It was part of his armor. After lunch, you guys have trudged on for maybe three hours, when ahead of you, nestled into the crevice of a sunken canyon, entwined in roots and vines, is a massive ten-foot-tall statue. Uh, It's carved of large blocks of volcanic stone. It's not super detailed, not incredibly well-made, but its stern features and presence makes you think that it's a representation of someone of reverence or power. So a god of some sort? Maybe. Um, upon examination, you can see that it's probably a Chilton god. It does appear to be quite similar to the statue you guys saw in the harbor 
a couple days ago. Oh. Um, well, what about that one uh, that one person we saved off the edge of the boat that was kept rambling about this giant statue that they'd seen? They looked crazed, and they took their own life the next night. Wait, what? What? I don't remember that happening. He's making it up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we were on the... <laughs> we were stranded. I'm sure we were there. Yeah. Those were the sharks and shit. All oh. right, so... I don't we don't. That's fine. <clears throat> we don't care. Uh, we care a little bit. Uh, but we pretend God. not to care. <laughs> you're, you're nagging the statue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to TP. Whatever piece of shit. Um, statue. Quick, quick you. question. Did yep. we bring Darg and Hackensell, or are they... Haxel is of no, yeah, in no condition to adventure. And Darg stayed. Did we put him in a hotel, didn't we? Yeah. 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 Oh, we have to put him in a hotel. Yeah. Gondolo pulls up on Zongo and says, Aha! Uh, uh... Uh, this appears to be an ancient Chilton ruin, and I'm quite certain that there w- would usually be treasure around a ruin. That actually makes sense to me. That's yeah. scary. Treasure! <laughs> <laughs> Did you Everything say let's... Gondolo says makes sense. He's a master strategist. I'm an excellent guys... guide. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention, but... It doesn't hurt to look, right, guys? Yeah, let's cautiously approach. Uh, yeah, um, you guys move up here to examine it. You can use all sorts of skills to acrobatics about it. Crawl up it. Okay, give me an acrobatics check. I got a grappling hook. You want to borrow it? Mm, no, nah, I don't need it. I throw the grappling hook at you <laughs> <laughs> and hook you back down. <laughs> I, you did. I got a one. I got a one. You got a one. I got a one, and then well, I modified that's. Uh, is it not isn't acrobatic? It a so it's fail? seven. No, it's not an automatic fail. Yeah. Uh, really? A skill, a skill you never automatically fail or succeed on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I got a seven. Okay. So you uh, you get Still about fail, yeah. you get about halfway up the statue. You see sitting in the a chest cavity, uh, some sort of uh, orb. Treasure. But then you slip and fall down to the ground. The branches and vines around the uh, statue suddenly spring to life and start grabbing at you. Right, what do you do? <laughs> Cleanse it with fire. It's going to... Ah, uh, but not too much fire. I'm it's also raining heavily on you guys, if you don't remember. First thing that happens, as soon as you hit it, it's gonna. It's trying to constrict you. Does a 19 hit you? Yes, because I... 18. Okay, uh, you're going to take 2d6 damage. Oh, no! God damn. Frickin' fine. 15 damage. Oh my god. 15 damage. Good thing I got 38. And you are grappled. So, at the beginning of each of your turns, you're gonna start taking poison damage. Oh, shit. Oh! Uh, The rest of you... Well, everybody's gonna roll initiative. Alright. 17. Horik. 7. Cranston. But 9. I'm gonna try... 12. Liani. 16. As you guys try to leap into action to respond to Rai falling and getting attacked by this assassin vine, the ground around you, the the leaves and vines of the foliage of the ground has actually started to kind of pluck and grab at your legs. So uh, everything around you right now is difficult terrain. Does so, it yeah. seem like connected to the vine? It seems, well, yeah, it's like, all, it seems like the whole area around it is, is living in a 15-foot radius around it. Uh, so we've got Ferul up first. You're currently yeah. outside of the range of the vines. I charge in. <laughs> Sword in hand. 
Ah! It's uh, actually the first time I've used it in combat, okay. but... <laughs> <laughs> you want to look cool in front of but all I these adventurers. You, yeah, move, cool. you move five feet forward. I can do an attack? Uh, yep. Good hit, actually. I uh, rolled a 14. That hits. So, eight damage. You slash against the vines with your uh, your short sword. Uh, cutting, cutting <laughs> some of the, you. coming, setting the plant matter up. Liani, you're next. You and you and Cougar, DC 13, strength saving throw, where you're restrained. Strength saving throw. Okay. Yep. Strength is not my strong suit. 13. You're out. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna slash at the vines attached to Rai. Do it. Ooh. Yeah. That's Ooh. good. Um, 26. That hits. That's what I thought. Go ahead, roll your that damage. That's even better than my attack. Not as good as your damage, though. Six damage. Six damage. But I'm gonna... I'm gonna do my bonus action. Mm-hmm. And attack again with the short sword. And a crit. <laughs> you crit with your offhand? Yeah. Okay, so you just uh, roll your damage dice twice. Remember, you don't add anything when you're using a two or second one. I don't add extra to it. Four. Okay. Next, we got Rai. Okay, I take additional damage right now. Yeah, you're gonna take it's not another fifteen. Point, is it? it is gonna be six, sixteen. Uh, sixteen plus seven is twenty-three poison damage. I'm dead. You're dead. I'm dead. You're at zero. I'm at zero. So you're gonna. Rai got choked <laughs> out. So you're gonna, <laughs> so you, so you're not dead until you are your con score below zero. My con score below. So, like, is that... You have to be a negative 18. Negative 18? <coughs> okay, so, yeah, now I'm just... Uncut. It is uncut. So, keep tracking where you're at. You'll be rolling death. So, that was minus 23? Yeah. 23, You have, like, 37 hit points. No, I got 38. He is the most hit. I have 38 hit points. First one was 15. Next one was 28. That's two... Two moves. It's your turn. You just feel unconscious. Done. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Thanks for rubbing it in. Cranston. Cranston, it's your turn. I'm gonna drop a, a level two cure light wounds on Rai. Woo! <laughs> Hallelujah. Um, ten hit points. So does he go to zero and then heal, or? Uh, yeah, he goes to zero and then heal, so you'll be a positive ten. Wow. Uh, and then I step back. Uh, savior. About fifteen. I guess three squares. Uh, just to let you know, without taking the draw action, you take a knock of opportunity. Are you oh, sure you still want to move back? Right. You have to spend an action to disengage. Yeah. Right. Um. Shoot. Okay, I'll try it anyway. Okay. Uh, 14. Nope. Hit. All right, mm-hmm. so you managed to slip away from those wriggling vines. Uh, next we have Horek. You have Bardic Inspiration as well. Oh, as, my as God. As I'm running away, I say, kill him. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you, Cranston. <laughs> Make a strength check to get out of the restraining uh, of the little vines and plants that are grabbing so you. are all restrained. By yeah, you're just, just close. Just this whole uh, area. 12. Oh, not enough. You are stuck in place. Um, you could spend your action right now to make an athletics check to try and free yourself out, ripping your... That's ripping exactly your what I'm going to do. Okay. 20. Modify 20. You managed to rip yourself out, so all you have now is a move. You don't have any attack action left. Three flips, bro. Um, so, is anyone else stuck still? Um... I'm totally fine. Yeah, Rai's still stuck. Rai's he's not unconscious, stuck. but he's still stuck. I don't, yeah. think you're, I don't think you're grappled anymore. He would have dropped you when you died, probably. I'm not grappled anymore? Yes! It's dealing with its living that enemies. Was its first oh my god. 
Because, yeah, it dealt 23 damage before I could even make a move. Yeah. So, that sucks. <laughs> so, I have no attack move then. Yeah, but you can move. Like, you just can't make an attack. I'm just going to forfeit the move. Oh, you're just going to stay where you are? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, the vine is going to go again. Uh, Liani, you did do quite a bit of damage to it, so it's going to try grabbing for you. Oh. <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> Vines start to wrap around your ankles and knees. You manage to jump back just in time, ripping yourself free. Sweet. Uh, I did what right. For rule, you just saw this. You just saw this guy drop dead in front of you, uh, and then hurts. and then and then Cranston touched him. He jumped back to life, still lying on the ground, but you can hear him screaming in pain as he's trying to get like out of this writhing mass of vines. Covered. <laughs> I'm just gonna go check on Zongo really quick. Can <laughs> I run away? <laughs> Two, three. Yeah. You get to about there. I bet Zongo could like, really mess this vines up. Gond- yeah, you hear Gondola in the back like, You can do it! <laughs> do it! <laughs> you guys are great! <laughs> Kill the thing! <laughs> I'm I gonna make a great lunch after this! <laughs> <laughs> if you can make a great lunch, then it's worth it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Liani, your turn. All right. Slashy, slashy. And Cougar's gonna get up in there and rip, rip and tear. All right. Nineteen to hit. That hits. Cool. Six damage. Okay. And I'm gonna bonus action, and I'm gonna miss. Okay. And town. He's gonna claw. Okay. Uh, Sixteen. Sixteen to hit. Hits. Cool. <laughs> Come on. Five damage. Five damage. All right, Rye, you're lying uh, prone in this massive writhing vines that just is grabbing at Liani. Town is kind of distracting them a little bit. But you're going to have to get up or get out of there. Uh, from the ground, can I reach into my bag? Yep. Can I pull out a pack of torches? Like sure. A torch? Yeah. It is raining right it's, now. It's raining heavily right now. It's heavily, heavily raining. Uh, what kind of like negatives does that take on starting a fire? It would take you time to light the fire. But like, like a torch is like soaked. Yes, and it's, now it's also soaked with in water. water. Yeah. Well, it should have like a, like you have to. You sure you can light the torch? But you're, I'm guessing your intent is to light the vines, yeah, which so are soaked in water. They're All not right. going to be very flammable. Well, we could probably get away from the vines, so maybe we should just give up on this treasure and go find other treasure somewhere else on this island. Not, I don't know. How how did it look like we were doing? I thought it was a five foot square you're, radius. You're... I took thirty eight damage before I could move. <laughs> yeah, but I, I want to run away. <laughs> you're, you're chopping away at these vines. Uh, it, there's definitely lots of wood building up. Can I acrobat? Acrobatics to get away, like from the ground, like kind of like log roll and then kite cartwheel. You don't, you don't like, even have to do that. You can, you can spend your, you can spend your action to get away without taking an attack opportunity. All right, yeah. I want to do that. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of like the peak of his athletic ability or cartwheels. <laughs> cartwheels are impressive. 10, 20, 30. There you go. I can't do one. <laughs> I mostly uh, see children doing them, but. That's right. Sorry, that's all I could do on the football that's right. team. Were you on the football team? I was. I was the mascot. Cranston. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll uh, fire a crossbow bolt at it. Okay. Oh, nah, just seven. Seven misses. Uh, Horik. So I'm going to use my war pick rather than my flail. Okay. Okay. Um, not going to bludgeon a tree to death? Yeah. No. I'm going to try to, like, go, like, right through one of these vines and, like, sever it off with my pick. Okay. 
Oh, fuck me. Ten to hit. Uh, you uh, managed to pin a vine to the ground, but okay. the rest of it is still kind of writhing around. Can I use my Bardic Inspiration die for this? To increase your check? Yeah, so sure. Yeah, add to it. So I add another four, so that's a 14. That hits. Hey, Perfect. Good job. There you go. Used it right. correctly. I'll take it back now. Okay. Yes, boss. <laughs> um, so then I roll my d8 plus three. Ten. Good job. You walloped it. Uh, you guys can see at this point that you've kind of chopped away maybe half of the, the main growth. Uh, We're getting there. Getting there. Choppy, choppy. Uh, however, it is going to lash back at you for that war pick. It wraps itself up the haft of your war pick, and you manage to pull back just in time before it really constricts down on you. You uh, escape its clutches. Uh, for rule. Yeah, I'm just going to go get an axe because uh, I don't want to wreck my sword. <laughs> uh, wow. So each turn is a different excuse. You have a longbow. <laughs> he's like, he's wearing it. Oh. See it, it's strapped to your back. Oh, oh. I, I do. I mean, <laughs> are you going to shoot with the longbow? Yeah. Okay. okay, go for it. I'm going to aim right at the stump, going to just cut a vine right in half. It's going to be amazing. I hope that's actually what you're saying oh. <laughs> as you're oh. aiming. <laughs> Uh, 12 plus any... Plus 4. Yeah. You hit. The arrow pierces oh. through a vine that was just lashing out against town, the cougar. Whoa, this is uncharacteristically competent. I'm so amazing. <laughs> he did, like, so much damage. Do, do your damage. Uh, D8 plus 2 again. Oh. 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 It was a minor vine. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a sm- it was a small vine. Can I use my once-a-day re-roll ability? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Nice try. <laughs> okay, Leanne. <laughs> All right, action point. I continue Bonus my uh, slurry of um, hacking and slashing. Okay. I uh, use my second one. What? How do I do this game? <laughs> You're an addition behind. <laughs> uh, 22. 22 hits. Yes, it does. Good thing you guys brought her. I do like shit damage though. I keep rolling ones. Uh, six damage. I'm still pretty good. Yeah. Luckily, I have a plus five. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna yeah. hit again with the short sword again. Uh, eighteen. Damage. Hits. Hey, there we go. Eleven damage. Nice. Uh, that's pretty handy being able to add onto that second attack, eh? It very much is. Yeah. All right, and, and cougar. cougar. Get in there, cougar. Town. 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 Yes. Oh, <laughs> Towny. <laughs> Towny. Uh, 18 to hit. Hits. Uh, 6 damage. Okay. Nice work. That's the dynamic duo right there. Yeah. Holy shit. Alright, Rai. I'll just keep you you are on your feet. Keep and you are running away. Is Can I still, like, can I attack it? Am I close enough to... Uh, you are here. You're about 10 feet away from the monster. I'm 10 feet away. Hmm. You'd always move back, though. Hmm. I have a javelin. If I throw javelins, can I go recover them? No. No, they're lost forever. All right. Uh, I throw a javelin at it. Do it. Uh, 18. To that hits. It pierces through another vine at the core of the monster. Six damage. Wow, you guys done a lot of damage so far. 76 damage? Oh, hell yeah. Jesus Christ. That's like oh. W. Cranston. 
Who who did that? Uh, I'll take it off. Crossbow shot. We did that. Yeah, we, we all did. I mean, that. He did help collectively. Oh, no, I'm oh, saying yeah. us. The oh. royal we, or not the royal we? <laughs> 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 the, the royal. Wing. Yeah, me and Cougar Town. <laughs> uh, Sixteen. Sixteen damage. No, sorry, sixteen to hit. Sixteen hit with your crossbow. Yeah. You hit. I mean, I wish I did sixteen damage with it. Yeah. So do these You're other guys. To, right? Um, six. So I got part of that. <laughs> yeah. All right, you do six damage. Nice work, nice hit. Cranston is done. Um, no, Cranston has something special give, to do. Uh, a bardic inspiration to uh, Leanna, to me, right? All right, to Horik. <laughs> Horik, your turn. Leanna, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Did you say something, Pearl? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've done a lot of pretty awesome stuff so far. So yeah, you don't need the bardic inspiration. Right. Hey. Thank you. I don't want it now either. <laughs> <laughs> Just play along. <laughs> I take another swing at the vines with my warpick. Nice. Okay. Do it. You did it. 22. 22 to hit. You hit. Nice. Do your damage. Oh, yeah. Nice. 13. Sorry, 11. 11. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, your headings are really... Math. <laughs> with, a massive, with a massive hit that just barely glances a little bit. Uh, it pierces into the center of the vine mass, uh, and all of the, the the extraneous plant parts cease to wiggle. It lies flat and limp, and uh, the edges of it start to turn a little bit black with rot almost as soon as you strike it down. Nice! Uh, good job, team. Frul and Gondolo march up to the statue uh, bravely now. Uh, <laughs> well, we, sh- we sure did make good work of that. Good work, team. Nice work. Good job. High five. All right, let's get that ladder up here. There's some treasure up there. I totally saw it. All right, I picked right. them up and moved them away. <laughs> <laughs> I, I acrobat to get up beyond, like faster right, than the ladder. You climb back up, so up. You're, you're up there, and uh, you find a... It recessed in the chest cavity, a small onyx orb. Nothing here. Carved with maze-like patterns. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the plant must have taken it when it when it died. Roll a deception. It's not how that works. <laughs> I, I rolled a 19 on my sense motive. I got a 10 on my deception. <laughs> now you bring that down here. That is part of... Our collective loot, we're going to have to divide it evenly. Except for you, because you lied. You're a liar. They don't get any treasure. Well, what about (laughs) those who didn't? I'm I'm certain that was part of the deal. You don't even remember the deal. (laughs) I'm just splitting things evenly. Yes, I think we said 50-50. No, we're splitting the treasure that's on your treasure map evenly. And any treasure that we find along the way. That's an amendment that hasn't been brought to the attention of the collective. Hork crosses his arms... And looks at these two NPCs <laughs> with a big glare. Well, we don't have to let, give you the use of Zongo. That's fine. Yeah, you you haven't given us much of anything. We paid for it. For 30 <laughs> days in did advance. You? Yeah. Did you? A 30-day advance. No, yeah, seriously, they, did they actually did. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> you, I believe you. You drank 30 days in I an evening. You. But I'm just saying that, uh, yeah, we... I think and any treasure that you get along the way, it's it's perfectly fair that it's shared with us evenly. No. These fucking guys. <laughs> we paid you so we didn't Jesus have to like Christ. All right, so uh you guys 
search around the rest of the statue, you don't find much else of, of any note, just lots of dead plants. So it was, um, it was black with like a maze carved into it? Yeah, a black onyx orb with a maze decoration carved into hmm. it. All right. Well, I show it to um, Cranston. How big is it? It is a, uh, I would say, like a softball size. Okay. Sure. I, I take it and I look it over on top and bottom and uh, mm-hmm. do some sort of check. Sure. Probably an investigation. Yeah. I'm actually not great at that. You can hand it over to Ferul. He's used to handling Oops. expensive objects. <laughs> um, what are we rolling on? It's some sort of maze orb. A maze orb, eh? I think that's how what the what the kids are saying nowadays. Maze orbs, <laughs> it's totally yeah. a maze orb. Totally a maze orb. <laughs> I, I have heard yeah. that. Yeah. I've seen yeah. it on the town bulletin board. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I was gonna roll Arcana, but I have a minus two on it. <laughs> so I'm gonna know. roll something to I appraise this. It, Seventeen plus Jake. Um <laughs> Uh, you don't really have any applicable still skills. What's what's my int? Yeah, it should be that, right? Arcana. Plus zero. That's a bad roll. I bet I'm smart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you rolled this. Are six. you? <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Maybe I'm not smart enough to realize I'm not. Yeah. Is <laughs> <laughs> what it works out to. <laughs> I rolled seventeen. Rule. You got a seventeen. Yeah. Rule. Rule starts to play with the orb. Mm. Hey, uh, hey, careful. Maze orb. And uh, don't break it. In in tracing, this is a nice maze. He traces his finger along the maze decoration, and kind of like works to solve the maze that's etched onto it. And uh, when he gets to the end, it starts to glow with a very faint blue light that sort of pulsates. This guy's like a fucking idiot so yeah. long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just into the mind of a guys, child. <laughs> you, you might want to turn away unless you want spoilers. <laughs> I assume you all want to like take play. turns at the puzzle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> play the maze orb yourself. You don't want to like figured it out. You pass it over. <laughs> it's pretty easy. No biggie. Yeah. Right. Sorry, it starts to glow. Solved in one try. At the, but... A little light at the like the home section of the of the maze or like the, the finish point of the maze uh, just just starts to lightly pulsate, but very slowly, very dimly. Little blue light. What is it made out of? Onyx. Hmm. The thing I want to know is if the the iteration in which it's pulsing will increase if we get closer towards something. In your current area, you wander around 30 or 40 feet in each direction. And it doesn't seem to be changing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, give, give, give it back. You I was, al- I was almost it. done. You solved it already. Well, yeah. But it's glowing now. So you guys, you guys uh, spend a little while worrying about that. You get back onto the road, back into the jungle. Heavy rain is persisting throughout the evening, throughout the night. Uh, you guys make a camp. You set up our ring catchers. You set up your ring catchers, which start filling up. Uh, You kind of try and find like a large tree that will cover over top of you. Um, But I'm gonna set up an alarm then. Okay. I hate alarms. Can you? But if you have to, six a.m. Can you tell us what this alarm does? Yes. I set an alarm against unwanted intrusion. Choose a door, window, or an area within a range that is no larger larger than a twenty foot cube. Until the spell ends, an alarm alerts you when a tiny or larger creature touches or enters the warded area. Okay, so when, like, a regular frog jumps jumps (laughs) into your area, the alarm goes off about 20 minutes later. (laughs) 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 That's not a very helpful spell. And everybody's like, nice "Ah, nice try, Liani. 
Stick Shut to, up. Stick to slaying vine creatures. Okay. <laughs> I have one thing I want to do during the night. What's that? Uh, assassinate for rule? No. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm so good? No, actually, I just wanted to... I haven't actually examined it yet, but I want to take some time when everybody else is asleep and it's my watch to examine that crane box okay. that, I, that we took from the ship that the captain believed had something to do with all you, this. You pull from the uh, the bag. Why are you your, being your, so Your bag. The, this... A, it's like a porcelain box or a tablet or something like that. It's made completely out of clay. It doesn't seem to have any seams or anything on it. Emblazoned on each side of it, almost like it's a six-sided die or something like that, uh, about six inches across, cubic. Uh, on the sides is a, etched a, a crane. It's uh, kind of lightish brown in color. It's pretty hard. You try to scratch at it or chip at it. Nothing happens to it. Then I uh, shrug and put it back in my bag and think on it. You guys, uh, you guys go to sleep and you uh, awaken, uh, basically completely soaked and miserable the next morning. The water's rushing along the ground. It was raining on your gear in the back of the cart the whole we just, day. Before. We couldn't get dry. You just couldn't problem. get yeah. dry. Uh, uh, you put on your insect repellent again, and it's a greasy, wet chore. Your food is soggy. About the only thing that about the only thing that seems normal to you is taking a drink of water, and you don't have much of a stomach for that anymore. You continue to press through the jungle, shaken by your encounter with the carnivorous vine. And now every creaking tree or gently swinging vine appears to be leaping out at you. You guys are getting kind of freaked out by it. Sorry, you keep seeing all these things moving in the corner of your eye, and you eventually just settle it to being a mirage or nerves or something like that. Ahead of you, you hear laughing and singing. Of course, you're wondering who could be out here in the wilderness, but you'll have to find out next time on House of Annihilation. House of Bob is sponsored by Ian at Bowen Island Beers. The music in this episode, including Twisted, Babylon, Mesmerize, Artifact, and Brittle Rill, was produced by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. Rrrr! <laughs> <laughs>